All right, everybody, welcome back to our show. We're excited to be here and we have a very hot topic, double T's, triple T's, maybe. Uh, you're joined by your host, your co-host, Karina and Amber, we're Dating and Marriage Perspectives. And today we have a guest, Mark. Mark, yes. <laughs> Joins us today. And um, so we've been prepping for this show for a couple of days. And I thought, what should we name it? And I don't have a name for it, but we will say that it's about a social media post that our friend Marcus posted a few days ago. And um, our friend Amber came across it and it was intriguing enough for her to be like, you need to come on our show and we need to talk about it. So here we are a few days later. And, um, if I know, I know you and I are going to read the post or most of the post, but Marcus, I want to kind of give you the floor. Like what, like, what is a brief description of the post? Like, how would you describe the post and, and yourself too? Okay. Um, so, um, I'm a, it should be said that I'm a 45 year old divorcee with no children. Um, uh, a business owner uh, with uh, just a moderate uh, level of, of, of financial success, you know, not being wealthy or whatever, but I am dating and um, I've run into some frustrations with dating and, and some of the women that um, I've been encountering. And the post that I made that you're gonna read um, is basically a culmination of a few years of dating and you know, some discovery, some angst, some frustration, um, but mostly uh, just basically the growth and education that has come out of dating now. Um, I got married back in uh, 2009 and uh, 2008, and dating was much different uh, then. And before then, I hadn't dated since the late 90s because of being in another long-term relationship. So I'm coming into like this whole dating thing is just very, very much so different. And um, I got a little bit of uh, anaphylactic dating shock and um, and constantly taking the opportunity to share with people this time on social media, um, what my perspectives are based on what my experiences are. So finally, I, I profess to speak um, for no one but myself, and if any uh, men watching this can relate, or if any women have known men who have gone through similar experiences, that's great. But I'm I'm not acting like I, I speak for all men or even all men in my de demographic. Okay, that's fair. That's good. That's good. That will give. Um, that's a really good intro to the post, and now we can kind of see what your frustration sounds like from your post. So. We're just going to jump into it. I'm just going to read it. Now I don't have my glasses on, but <laughs> now some of the posts was funny. I'll give you that. But <laughs> a, lot of it, a lot of it was my first thoughts were, damn. So let's just get to it. <laughs> damn perspectives, right? <laughs> there you go. For the ladies on my friend list who are dating for marriage, but not having any luck, I'd like to share an, an inside industry secret with you. If you're dating men who are moderately to very successful, 
Your advanced degree and salary do not factor at all into whether he sees you as a potential spouse. As a matter of fact, leading with all the reasons why you don't need a man is perhaps the single biggest turnoff to a man who has the capacity to support a family. When you're a successful and strong woman, most men will notice it immediately. And instead of being intimidated by it, identify how he can either increase or get you to find more security in him than that slash those things. A man with the capacity to provide for you is primarily interested in your ability to make a home for him. A loving and peaceful space, which may or may not include children. If children are a factor, most worthwhile men will care more about your capacity to be a good mother than how poppin' and lit you are or think you might be. In summary, <laughs> shave your beard off, ladies, unless you're into some alternative 21st century approach to relationships. The men you are dating don't want a woman who thinks that she is as much of a man as he is. Thank you for allowing me to use this social media to state a personal opinion like so many others do. Okay. Okay. So I think when I saw this, what was about six in the morning <laughs> and I, I sent you a text and I was thinking, wow, we need you on the show. WTF, what, what happened? And you were like, okay, well, call me. And when we had a good, I thought we had a good conversation about it. I agree. Okay. So um, why don't you tell me, we, we know how you were feeling. So why don't you tell us about the post a little bit more about the post? Okay. <clears throat> so, um, um, I just want to uh, tell you that I'm, I'm going to tell you whether I'm thinking or feeling something. And this post has nothing to do with my feelings at all. Oh. These are thoughts. And oh. it's very, very important as um, men and women that we, uh, we really are, are careful with that kind of wording because um, it's, it wasn't a feeling. It wasn't, it wasn't a feeling post. Now, you uh, uh, didn't mean anything by it. I, no one could convince me that you did. But if, if I presented the post as feelings, first of all, it would have been much more verbose, probably wouldn't have been as respectful and in some ways sterile. And um, I would have probably turned off every single woman who, who, who read it, not only from dating me, but from knowing me. Mm -hmm. um, so, but the thoughts that led up to this um, come from, so I've been dating for, actively dating for about uh, almost two years now. I, I was in a situationship and- um, Situationship, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> upon, you know, basically having to cleave that off, I, I was challenged by her, uh, you know, in certain ways. And I was thinking like, damn, you know, I don't, I wasn't dating. All I do is work and maybe socialize my friends sometimes. So I got on dating apps. I started putting myself out there with friends, start going to more parties. And you meet all kinds of women. Um, I don't have uh, stories about bad women or good women. You just meet all kinds of women. And some of them are or are not a fit enough for you to go on a second or third date, depending on what you're looking for and what she's looking for. Mm -hmm. um, as my dating progressed and as I start talking about it more, and of course, because of the nature of what I do, I'll, I'll go to jobs and have someone just come out and tell me they saw me on a dating app. 
Oh. Great. Yeah, great. But <laughs> you know, face. I take that well. I don't feel creeped out by it or anything. But I start getting introduced to what some people may um, describe as more quality women. And the reason why I say some people would describe these women as that is because these are women who had their proverbial stuff together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, independent, self-reliant, usually educated, um, had um, spent a significant amount of time um, single uh, for whatever reasons, none of which are any of my business. So I started dating women of that ilk. And what I found sometimes is that there would be ladies who, I had the first thing out of their mouth, out of their mouths when you start talking about the table, which, you know, we, I don't even think we should be talking about the table and what we bring to it. I mean, that's for you to decide what I bring to the table and I decide whether or not you bring something to the table, not the other way around. Once that topic would, would come up, the first thing, how much money I'm making, um, how, uh, how many letters I have. You know, am I a lettered woman? Um, am I a wealthy or moderately wealthy or a high earning woman? Now, there's nothing wrong with a woman or a man talking about what they've accomplished in life, in my opinion. As a matter of fact, your I, respect, different. I respect and think that women in particular, and this is what may sound sexist, if I, see, I can't say all this on a, on a social media post, I think it's more appropriate for a woman to espouse more pride in those accomplishments because I think we live in a world where it's become more of a necessity for a woman to be self-reliant, independent, and a path to that is education. And women didn't get there on their own. Um, there have been some inadequacies and some defaults on men's behalf that have forced kind of women into that kind of independence. But um, with me dating women who are not just fresh out of school, you would think it's like um, kind of like someone getting uh, something brand new and showing it off a lot. I would think that, you know, you'd be a little bit more used to it. And I wouldn't have to hear about that within the first hour of us talking on a date. Later on, when continuing to talk about the table or a future, the education, the financials, and the mindset of being so established that they don't need a man, which makes me think, why are we on a date? Because uh, I need a woman. Uh, and I got all the stuff you got, maybe not the degree, but I'm, I'm self-reliant, independent, homeowner, whatever. But yes, I, I need a woman, man. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know. As a man on a date, having me hear either directly or indirectly how much a woman doesn't need a man starts to make, started to make me think that the person that I'm with has replaced a man with an education and money. And has me thinking that this is a person who I would probably not enjoy contributing to a household with them because maybe I, will always be in the same vein of those other accoutrement of accomplishment. And I don't want, I would, I would rather be a husband. I don't want to be on the shelf with a degree and a, and a high salary. 
Um, so th that's kind of what led up led up to that post. And a few conversations with, you know, a couple of friends who are PhDs, ladies who are single, um, a couple of self-made women who have like salons or, you know, just various uh, species of women who's got who've got their thing together and they they, they, I just don't even know why they're dating because that's all they talk about is how much they don't need a man. Whereas, and I'll wrap it up by saying this, I don't know any moderately to very successful men who have who are dating who have ever told me that they don't need a woman. So that's what led up to all that and all those thoughts. Okay, and I, I will oh, say hey. to me too, yeah, I, I just want to say one thing, Kay. The post came off almost like saying, you know, yeah, women, if you have all this stuff, you don't need it. You should just be in the house making a home. Oh, I, and, and I when, when, when Karina talks, I want to talk more about making a home. Okay. 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 Cause I know you're writing down stuff. She's <laughs> I did. I wrote some. I'm not. I mean, you, you said a lot, you said a lot, Marcus. Yes. And, um, Really, I wish I wish we had more time because we could be here all night just dissecting what well, you're saying and how things land for people. So here's the thing for me. Um, I'm a well-accomplished person and I'm proud of it. I have the highest degree. And that was instilled in me by my parents. Parents who immigrated to the United States and had a dream for all of their kids. We moved from Canada. I don't know why we moved from Canada. It's not like we were suffering over there. But anyway, <laughs> we moved to the United States. And to me, when someone says, um, don't lead in with your accomplishments, that's not what we're looking for. To some degree, it makes me feel like the work that I've done, almost on the backs of my parents who immigrated to this country, doesn't matter. And it minimizes the work that they did for me to get to where I am today. And my siblings, because they are accomplished in their own right. And with the degrees that I have, I get a certain salary, certain position, whatever. I get to plan, I get to enjoy life, all these things. And I agree, like, I don't need a man in my life. I don't but I have not replaced my accomplishments for a man. I'm in a place where I want a man in my life. And I think that the need part of it for me sounds like, I don't know, like dependence. Like I need a man in my life to function, to have worth, to, I don't know, be somebody like I need them. I don't. And I, you know, at one point in my life, yeah, Maybe that would have been true because I wasn't a citizen of the United States. I'm like, I need to marry an American, get the last name, you know, <laughs> you know, get the papers and all this, whatever. But I got that done on my own too. But when I want a man and I want a man in my life, that's companionship. That is partnership. That is making a home together the way we would enjoy it together. There's a desire behind that for me. So I hear what you're saying, but for me, it lands completely, completely different. And the need part doesn't exist for me. I, I don't really, uh, I should say it doesn't exist for me. 
it's not where I'm at. I'm in the want stage of my life. The how I continue to see how my life could be fulfilled, um, how I can have you know a meaningful partnership with someone to do the everyday thing. Let's go to Target and try to find me there because I love Target. You might lose me there. <laughs> but that's what you said a lot, and I would love to go back to it. But this is the most recent stuff that you just shared, and I wanted to respond to that. You want me to respond to it? No, I wanted to respond to, oh. to what you said. But if you want to respond to what I mentioned too, you know, it's a conversation. So whatever lands for you, do share. No, um, I just enjoy getting your perspective. And I, I don't, really don't want to spend our time <clears throat> rebutting your opinions because that's not a productive use of time. You're stating your opinions and how it landed with you. But um, I do see an opportunity for me to articulate um, maybe better a few of the points. And I was taking notes about them while you were talking. So for me, uh, when it comes to romance, uh, need and want exist in the same place. Um, there's a cohesion uh, for me. So what, this is why I say that. <clears throat> My natural habitat is in a committed relationship that is monogamous and that builds history, familiarity, and comfort. That's my natural habitat. That's what I want. So in order for me to have what I want, there are some things that I need to do. Uh, I will analogize that. I wanted a house. So in order for me to get a house, I needed to work on my credit. I needed to uh, get my finances in order. So there are some needs that need to be fulfilled in order for me to get what I want. So in wanting a woman in my life, um, there, well, and wanting the kind of home, okay, I want a home that has a woman in it, so I need a woman. So that's that's where that's what I wanted to articulate about needing and wanting, and um, I, I I have found that the uh, narratives, the various narratives that go around that have often put, unfortunately, put women on a defensive, is kind of like making people have to differentiate between wanting and needing. And with that being like so easily, <coughs> I mean, so subjective to each person's individual um, definition of those words, I just don't think we get anywhere in, in those conversations because what wanting and needing means to, means to different people can vary wildly. Um, uh, and finally, about making a home. So uh, it is my opinion that I, I have a lovely house and it's got beautiful energy. As a matter of fact, when I, um, I have to have a negative conversation with either an employee or a client or even a family member, I leave my house. I don't care if it's 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. I don't argue in here. Um, I don't bring anything negative pop in here. It's about as close. This is my opinion. That's about as close to a home that I think a man can make. I think, my opinion, I, I think that it takes a woman's presence to make a house a home, is what I think. That has nothing to do with her mopping and sweeping. It has nothing to do with her decorating. As a matter of fact, while I'm dating right now, can't no woman come in my life and move any of my African statues that I got up. <laughs> I'm really proud of my, my sparse walls that have nothing on them. 
you know, um, because it gives me a clear things to look at while I'm here. But so when I say a woman making a home, I think that some of most women's innate ability to bring warmth, nurturing, um, and and to effuse a, a loving environment is what I'm referring to when I say um, a woman making the home for a man. It doesn't mean having children, although children could be part of that. It doesn't mean cooking and cleaning, although that could be part of it. A woman doesn't need to do any of those things to be a woman. But I believe that one of the key ingredients in having a home that is truly a home is a woman's presence. And I'm not moving my mama in with me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the last part? And I'm not moving my mama in with me. <laughs> I like that. I, I'm glad that you... Um... It's you so explain. different. It is your pulse and what you're world. talking about here is so different. Yes. I may have lost one night's sleep since the last time <laughs> I read the post. I'm like, this, this is some bullshit, right? <laughs> but what you're explaining here is completely different. And there are things that women and men would it's gendered, right? The language is gendered. So I am automatically associating my ability to make a home for him? What the fuck are we back? Sorry, Susan. I don't even know why I'm apologizing. We said the F word plenty of times. You're taking me back to those days? Really? Right. And all the things that Amber's done or I've done doesn't matter. I'm just, my, my only value and worth is to mop and clean and make the bed and take care of your mom. Right. So, so just going back to like terms, words being gendered and for me, I associated a lot of what you said from that perspective of worth, what you're looking for, what's a, what's a woman's worth in a relationship and, and um, you know, erasing all the struggles that women didn't have access to while men did, to education, to employment, to higher salary, to all those things. They were still finding those things today. And I'm doing the work every day in my work. So it's very much in my blood. So it's, this, this is why I sound very passionate about what we're talking about. Anyway, yeah, that's that. I, I wanna also say about, I, I actually wanna take back me saying I didn't want to uh, really comment too much on, on what you were saying because there's something I did wanna comment on. Um, I, I would never uh, suggest that a woman or a man need to minimize their accomplishments, whether they did it on their parents' back, whether they did it on their own back, whether they got a free ride, whether it was easy, whether it was difficult. I don't think a person needs to minimize that to qualify or enter into a space of dating or relationships with anyone. However, I feel very strongly, I, I feel uh, strongly about the concept that based on my experience and the conversations I've had with men, I've never heard a man and I've never said to myself, I need me a woman who has a PhD to raise my children. I need a woman who has a PhD to wake up to every morning. I need a woman who has a PhD for me to cry to when life gets too hard. I need a woman who's a PhD for me to have this monogamous relationship I want. Um, as if that is 
you know, a shiny pair of earrings. Um, so I'm not saying that a woman should minimize those things. I'm just saying that based on my experience and the experience of men that I talk to, those are not things that most of us think about when we're vetting women that we're dating. Whereas almost all of the women that I know have free license to use a man's accomplishments when she decides who she does and doesn't want to be with. I don't, it's not fair, but I don't need it to be because that was that way for a long time. It worked. I wish it would stay that way. Um, we both have different things that we choose based on. But for men in particular, those aren't the things that make a woman more of a candidate for a spouse or a significant other. Okay. Well, so I have a couple of questions. A, I don't think it's right for women to, especially on the first date, probably figure out or ask you straight up, what are you bringing to the table? I, I disagree with that. Okay. But at what point should she feel comfortable enough to share what she's accomplished? The first day. Oh, but if there's a way for a person to talk about anything without leaving it with it, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is me. I am the culmination of my degree or me saying, this is me. I'm the culmination of, of a, being a business owner or you and your accomplishments. Um, of all the things that would could keep us, that could be that potential turnoff, the one point that I was pointing out is that when that's a woman's, when she's leading with that, I, I can understand how that's confusing what I'm saying. And it, I don't, I've never been on a date where people didn't start discussing where, where they went to school. Oh yeah. Really? I went to school really? Yeah. They always discuss school? Like that's okay. Yeah. Like when people okay. have accomplished the education, I, I, I'll, I'll ask, did you go to college? I'm ready to answer when you ask me if I went and I say no. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not ashamed of that. I did something else. But um, I'm always interested to hear what school you went to, what, uh, um, okay. how far did you go? That's fine. It's okay. Let me just give you an example of what I've experienced and what men have, some other men have experienced. How, uh, how long have you been dating her? Oh, a couple of years. Why are you, uh, what's, what's happened? Why are you still single? You know, after accomplishing everything that I've accomplished, I mean, like I'm a PhD and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a doctor. And I mean, I'm just not going to take a man's shit. Um, I don't have to, I don't have to take shit from a man. And the reason I have to take shit from a man is because I make this amount of money and I've got a degree and that's the kind of woman that I am. And that's my resume. And because of that, um, I don't have to bend or settle at all. Okay. Which I think we all do in relationships. But I also think, well, some, in some, in some areas, yes. But I also think with all due respect, men have been so sorry. Um, I don't know what happened to men over the last 20, 30, 40 years. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's because a lot of women have allowed men to be, treat them a certain way. But I always also, and Karina knows, we talk about this all the time. When you are an apple, if you have an apple tree, a lot of men will just get the ones that are on the ground. Why shouldn't they have to reach to get to the ones at the top? Do you know what I mean? And I don't, yeah. think, I don't think men have, um, 
I don't think men, sometimes men have to prove themselves and I don't mean all the time play the game, you know, like mm-hmm. I, we talked about before in here, <laughs> but I do mean you have to step up and show that you're going to be there. You're going to have to show, you know, monetarily things aren't necessarily the things that you have to bring to the table, but show up, do what you say you're going to do, put the, pick up the damn phone. I mean, there's just so many small things that men just don't do anymore, in my opinion. Well, some, some of us are still doing them, but in dating today, that's creepy and stalker and you're thirsty, you're pressed. So I'm old fashioned. Like I don't do a lot of texting. I'll, I'll, I'll call. And if I, if you call, this has happened. You know, if you call a lady more than twice a day and you're not the one who she wants to hear from twice a day, you're giving off stalker vibes. You're giving a, I had a, a, a friend tell me that he had a really good weekend um, with a lady and they spent, he treated and they were in two separate rooms and they had a great time and he just wanted to talk to her every day. And she texted him after him not talking to her for uh, three days and said, it's giving me stalker. Oh, you know how that feels? Why would you go on a weekend <clears throat> trip with someone you're not even, to me, she wasn't really feeling him anyway. Yep. So yeah. why would you go on a trip with someone for, for three days and and if you're gonna do that, she should have paid for herself. That makes no sense to me. I don't know. I don't know much more of the story, but I don't have an extreme experience like that. I just know that with me behaving, uh, I, I was taught dating principles 30, 20, 30 years ago. I was that's when I started learning dating principles, and I still use those same principles, and they're not they're not landing uh, the way that they used to land. Be- I don't think you should change those principles. I'm not Um, going to. Yeah, we often talk about, you know, um, why text? Like texting, you could be out on another date. You know, pick up the damn phone, let us hear your voice, and let's talk. Now, are the people that you're dating, not to get too much into it, but are they, you know, 20 years younger than you? Or are they the age? Yeah, 10 to 15 years younger. Well, I mean, that's, come on. Bye. I'm sorry. Marcus. I don't, I don't mean to come on, Marcus. <laughs> 10 to 15. That's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole nother show. Yeah, we can come they, back they and, barely scratched the surface with their fourth B, B plan. Seriously. <laughs> we could talk about, yeah, we could definitely talk about that at, a, at another time. But, um, so you talked about, uh, reaching, you know, for the Apple, you know, the, the high, the high hanging fruit, you know, I think, and you talked about men becoming sorry. Um, you know, I, I see that on both, I see that on both sides. You know, um, I find myself inappropriately correcting guys that I know, like, um, asking, you know, woman out and, you know, letting her pay for it. Like, why would she pay for anything if you asked her out? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. And um, some of the other stuff that, you know, was, would be a whole nother show, just like dating, but you know, you're still playing the games and stuff like that. I don't understand that. So then also, yes. So yes, a lot of men have gotten very sorry. We want to sit on our wallets. We don't want to be gentlemen. Um, We don't want to shut up 
Um, a lot, there's a lot of stuff that we're doing today that we didn't do before. But remember too, that a lot of us are dating women who are so much different than our mothers and grandmothers. I think that you guys are, are getting men who don't remind you of the men that you respected growing up. And we're not either. I mean, things, sorry, I, I know how to cook. You I'm do. not going to date a woman who doesn't know how to cook at all. Because sometimes I want some smothered chicken or some salmon croquettes or something really nice and simple. And maybe I don't feel like cooking it. Mm -hmm. And I think that could go for same-sex people too. It doesn't have to anything to do with her being a woman. It's just the fact that I only date women who were born women. It's and a partnership. It's a, it's a partnership, yeah. Sometimes you need to be on the bench. It can be a partnership. Not well, everyone's you know, looking I mean, for partnerships. It's, it's it's a partnership. Like what you're talking to me, what you're talking about is a partnership. Sometimes you want to you want to be at the bench. You want to sit down. You want to relax, and you want your partner to be on the court, do yes. the cooking. Mm -hmm. You know, know what your day was like. Know what your week was like. It's like you know what I had an easier week, so let me make him some dinner tonight. It's a partnership. Yeah, I don't ever want to cook though. Ever? No, like only like something special that she really likes. But most of the cooking I would want, I would want her to do. And she could like cook for me like twice a week because I eat leftovers. <laughs> I cook for the week. I, I've had the same meal for the last two days. I'm too tired to cook after work. And it's hot. I got shrimp chili in my fridge. Yeah, we, we have it too now. <laughs> I, just, I just appreciate the, the opportunity to come on and articulate that because when you start reading it back, of course, I can see there were a lot of gaps in there that could be read as chauvinistic. And I do think sometimes I might have some, I do have some thoughts and thinkings that are chauvinistic, but only in the sense of an exchange. So we, we, we hate chauvinism, right? But isn't it chauvinistic for me to go pick up the dead rat? Isn't that chauvinistic? Well, I'll be honest, I wouldn't do it. Okay, so you're going to complain. Men think that we're back in the 50s. And my argument is, okay, so me to ask you to, I'm a slob, I'm asking you to help me keep things clean, and I'm asking you to cook for me, you know, several times a week. And that reminds you of the 1950s. And that's not okay. That's chauvinistic. And it may even be on the cusp of being uh, misogyny. But, and I pointed this out to ladies who I know who are married, when that window breaks downstairs at 2.30 in the morning. Are you gonna get your partnership ass out of that bed with me and go see who just broke in the house? Yes, honestly. And when I, that dead rat needs I'll be, to be I'll be way up, behind. He said, I'm gonna go partnership ass. I, I'm gonna go downstairs <laughs> with you. I'll be way behind, but I'm gonna have my back when that When the trash needs to be taken out with dead rats, oh, you go get your son. I think we can't help it. Like it's going to take a, a long time for these unfair and rid ridiculous and misubscribed gender roles to, to no longer be significant that some of them are going to be there, but none of those gender roles need to speak to in any kind of inequality, superiority, because those things, in my opinion, are not appropriate in any relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic uh, relationship. And that's why I said, like, I'm just really glad that you 
gave me the opportunity to speak to that because it, it, it would be very easy to think that I'm some kind of caveman and I'm not. <laughs> I'm really glad that you came on because I even saw the comments and I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when we talked that day, I was like, you, you need to edit this post. <laughs> be more explanatory about what you mean because just as is yeah i could see you with you know the little cave whatever that thing is that you know yeah you just yabba dabba doing all over this <laughs> so i'm i'm glad that you you came on and i think you i think you did great explaining yourself thank you and i appreciate it yeah i certainly didn't feel like i needed to explain myself until you use the word feelings. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. And nothing knows my feelings. Let me really articulate this. This is just my thoughts. My feelings, though, are this. Um, those of us who are dating uh, for marriage are, um, uh, um, we're the um, under, under-sympathized group of people. We're really going through it. Um, there are a whole Especially bunch of people out there. Yeah. Especially black women. Especially yes. black women. Yeah. And Especially I mean, that's women. a whole nother show too, right there. Yeah. You know. Well, in general, people who are dating with a purpose right now are, uh, for my thoughts, male and female, are just faced with so many challenges and they all boil down to communication. And that's what the, the post was about. It was about communication and what we're communicating when we're presenting ourselves to someone who could potentially be a significant other. And thank you for helping me see, without you pointing it out, that I did a piss poor job of communicating my thoughts. You were just in the moment. <laughs> no, no, no profanity though. Yeah, you didn't no. need it. Yeah. It was enough. It was enough. It was enough. Do you have any more questions for him? Do we need to understand this post anymore? I think we, I feel like we understand. I think we're victims of um, systems put in place for us not to win. I mean, you know, Black women are the least desirable people to date. We say we want an old-fashioned type of dating but to say that also means well you want me to clean the house but that's not really what I mean and but I'm also independent and this like we're just going back and forth and I feel like we're just losing at this game of dating and finding someone and all those things when really all we really want what really matters is a partner is a companion but we're putting all these things in front of us that doesn't make it easier or easy to date and to find someone i just i've come to a place where i'm like i'm just i'm exhausted i'm exhausted i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna sit back for a while that's a good place to be um i found with many things throwing when i throw my hands up with some things they just they just come to me i i um i'm uh, trying to lose weight particularly body fat. So I do five miles a day and then I do 10 miles on Saturday. So I've got, <laughs> I've got this uh, chest heart rate monitor that, you know, I had to wash the straps. So I took it apart and I set it right here on my desk. 
and I couldn't find it. And I spent 15 minutes looking for it today. And then I just said, you know what? I have an extra one. Forget that thing that's around this house somewhere. Wish I was still in a one bedroom apartment. And as soon as I went to go, as soon as I stopped looking for it and I went to go put something in my work vehicle, the chest strap was right there. Mm. And it's just presented to be an analogy of how sometimes just giving up, just surrendering puts me in such a vulnerable position that I actually end up getting what I want. Mm. Sometimes, mm. not all the time. And you know what? Karina, I'll tell you, dating goes so much better when you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's That's so how true. That's how I met Brett. I was over it. It's true. It's just like, eh, whatever. Yep. Be, no, it's being, true. I agree. Being objective driven, it's so tense for the, the person with the objective and also for the person they're dating because there's just all this uh, unnecessary level of scrutiny. Um, it's a one. It's just a date. I mean, why are we looking on the first date? I have no business trying to figure out whether or not you're going to be able to help our kid with algebra. <laughs> that should not even be factoring into the first date. But we've got these. Might be helpful though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Especially if she has a PhD in mathematics. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And I and, and I forgot how to divide fractions. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. I understand that. I understand that. Well, I love this. Thank you so much for joining us and bless, you know, blessing us with your insight and your perspective and clarifying that post. I think uh, we all feel better about come it. up with another topic. I want to come back. Oh, we got a lot. Trust you me. want to come back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We would love you know, the reason why, and the reason why I want to come back is I don't think, I think that any two or more black women, it's a bit, it's a, it's a real exchange of gifts when at least one black man can talk to two or more black women and present something other than the bullshit. And it's also a gift for the man himself to have some women listen to him who are actually just listening to him and not trying to get anything from him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, well we have a lot that. of topics, so we definitely will be having you back on. Thank you. Maybe we'll name you like A.A. Ron next time or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we'll stick with Mark. Or, or Milquise. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like oh, the Milquise. <laughs> Well, that's all. I guess we'll wrap up, you guys. Um, if you have any questions for Marcus and you see his point of view or if you want us to follow up on any of his answers, make sure to comment below. Uh, make sure you smack that like button and subscribe and continue to listen to us on our podcasts, Apple, Spotify, everywhere. You guys know where to find us by now. But thank you so much for listening and watching and we look forward to um, seeing you guys next time. Bye. I know.